Will you please welcome our guest moderator, Radio 1 DJ, Edith Bowman. Hi everyone, how are you? Nice selection of woolly hats this evening, which is good. Uh, before I introduce our guest this evening, let's take a look at the trailer. Fornication. I'll read that again. For an occasion like this, I want to make sure I keep up the traditions of being a best man. Uh, apparently, I need to get the groom to the church on time. Tick. Uh, I need to remember the rings. Did that. And I need to have sex with a bridesmaid. I, to be fair, I. Maybe when they're older. Happy 10 day anniversary. What is it? I saw you looking at it online the other day. Two Asian lesbians and a man who looks like a fat Jesus. I thought I got it made. Marry the doctor. First word. First word. Red. Red. Sick. Lazy. Uh, stupid. Disappointment. That was nine months ago. And it's just something in our marriage that hasn't quite gelled. You realise you've married beneath yourself. You thought it could be someone better looking, better body. Uh, no. No. Right. So were there terrible sexual problems? Hmm. Chloe's lovely. I don't know how you let her slip away. No. She's too nice. She's too perfect. Holy sh... Guy, right? Yeah. He's just your type, really. You're my type. I don't really go for good-looking. I need to be with you, Ned. I'm sorry, but that dove is getting awfully close to the ceiling fan. I'm not giving up. From the minute I met you, I thought of nothing else. That's kind, boring, warm, warm. Put the radio on if you want warm. Good with kids. So was Michael Jackson. It's a shame that they couldn't put your brain in her body. Do you know what I mean? That would be amazing. Although you'd be left with her brain in your body. Imagine that. Oh my god, it's like Frankenstein, but with like boobs. Ah. No, joking. I do, yeah. Literally, never see another penis again. In all fairness, you've probably seen enough to be getting on with now, haven't you? I'm not calling you a whore, but I also am. Digital We've got a camera on us, we'll have to try it out later. So that's Morocco, that's the hotel, and that's... Oh, that's doggy style. Please welcome to the stage writer and director, Dan Mazur, Simon Baker and Rafe Spall. Hello. Hello. All right. Hi. All right. All right. It's nice, isn't it? Hello. <laughs> How are you? Um, Dan, I'm going to start with you, if that's OK. Uh, fair enough. Yeah, um, right. Can we get everyone to be quiet back there? <laughs> <laughs> Not at the Genius Bar. Sorry, Rafe. Yeah. Not at the Genius <laughs> Bar. I've got a bug on my iPhone. iOS 5. <laughs> Tiger's not working properly. Um, yeah. um, <laughs> Writer and director on this. I yes. guess there's a, 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 an amazing amount of freedom that comes with that responsibility as mm -hmm. well, of, of having those two, yes. two reigns, I guess. I think so. I mean, also the thing is that there's sort of nobody else to blame, which is a bit annoying, <laughs> um, uh, actually. And if it's rubbish, then it's entirely my fault. So previously, when I've written stuff, I've always been able to blame the director. And now I can't do that anymore. It's, you know, it's squarely on my shoulders, annoyingly. So um, uh, although I can blame Rafe and Simon, I yeah. mean, you know. They're a bit rubbish as well. So um, uh, if it doesn't work out, we'll get another go. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily, right? Not necessarily. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, yeah. The, um, um, yeah. the reaction that it's had so far, though, has been incredible. 
you know, and, and there's, there is this thing that people love. They love British comedies. They mm. love British romantic comedies as well and stuff. So was was there an element of, um, I don't know, kind of, of of what you wanted to do in terms of what people know you for and, you know, how far you can push things and yeah. bring that kind of to a point that yeah. felt right? I mean, that's what I sort of wanted to do, setting out. I wanted, like, previously, for people who don't know, I've um, written and produced... Uh, Bruno and Borat and the Ali, all the LEG stuff, and worked with Sasha for ages. And I, I thought it would be interesting to bring some of that kind of... And Sex Lies of Potato Men. Sex Lies of Potato Men, some of my proudest work. <laughs> I didn't, by the way, produce Sex Lies of Potato Men. No, just in case people... All right, it. I didn't have anything to do with Sex Lives of the Potato Men. Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> um, uh, they were very familiar with it, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, so I wanted to bring some of the... Uh, you know the mentality and the kind of um, extremity of those things to a slightly more mainstream uh, film about about relationships. So I thought if I could marry the two, that would be sort of interesting and and hopefully funny. And um, ideally, it is. Did you have to hold yourself back at times? Uh, no, not. I mean, not <laughs> not really. I mean, I think if you see the film, there are some pretty extreme yeah. moments in there, and so um, pretty extreme, uh, pretty yeah. extreme. Mostly you featured around this. You asked a lot area. of your leading man. Yeah, I did. I mean, we know. had a lot to give. Let's let's <laughs> be honest. No, here we go. <laughs> um, yes. But I, I was I, was, I spoke to, to Rafe about the film earlier on this week, and one thing I said to him was like, "No one actually will ever say that to you in you know to your face." I give it a year. It's mm. one of those things that once it, once it fails, once the relationship fails, or you know, yeah, everyone I, oh, was I knew it was only going to last. Yeah, we <laughs> never liked that. him. We never, oh, I never liked him. Why did yeah. you never tell me that in the first place? Yeah, it's true. And I've got a friend who um who was who was going out with a with a girl, and uh, he he split up with her, and his dad said to him, "Oh, thank." God, she was a pig. She was disgusting. And then, like a week, he got a week later, he got back together with her again. That's the thing. Always leave it at least a year (laughs) before viewing your true views. Literally said she was a pig. Yeah, yeah, a pig. (laughs) Yeah, pig. It's nice. I mean, is the film in any way? personal in terms of experience yeah i mean it's really personal so that's why i wanted to direct it in lots of ways because um you know unlike some of the other films i've done i'm not a gay austrian journalist although i wear the jumper obviously um or (laughs) you're not austrian no i'm not austrian you're right Uh, and i'm not a you know a kazakh reporter and this was about you know something that i identified with and lots of incidents sort of taken almost from you know real life so it was less about writing and more about remembering. So really it should be sort of remembered by Dan Mazer slightly. Um, <laughs> and things are, you know, are slightly heightened, obviously, but the original sort of inspiration for the, for the movie was I was at a wedding, um, a, a really grand wedding, where the groom was giving a speech, the speech about his new wife. Uh, and the best thing he could think of, uh, about to say about her, why he loved her, was uh, how annoying it was that she could never locate her mobile phone in her handbag. And you just think, okay, this is a really good place to start a marriage. And then wow. I, at that point, I, you know, I thought, you aren't going to last. Somebody should storm the stage now and just say, please, like, stop. You know, don't spend all this money. It's going to be a disaster. A disaster. You know, and it was a disaster. Um, uh, and that, you know, from that, I thought, you know, that's an interesting thing about Did they break up? Very much so. Yeah. Very much <laughs> Did so. it last a year? Did you no, say like, like three months. Did you say at the wedding, pithily, I give it a year? I turned slyly (laughs) to my wife and went, I give it a year. 
yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And then I thought, bingo. <laughs> Hold on. Out of Light their misery, the out of their misery, I can make a film. Yeah. I'm going to make Rafe Spall a superstar. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to talk about next. You're these two gentlemen you have on yes. the side of you. And, and um, I mean, I, I, it's brilliant to see Rafe in this leading role because everything he's, well, loads of things he's done up to now, he makes them so memorable, I think, mm. whether it's, you know, you and Paddy and Hot Fuzz or... Prometheus, all that kind of stuff. The roles that you, you kind of attach yourself to, really memorable. This must feel great to be, you know, it's all about me. No, it's, <laughs> it's really lovely to play um, a leading part, sure. But, I mean, it's very much an ensemble thing, as you can see from all the other famous people on the poster. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> but you know what? It's really great to have the opportunity to play leading parts. But I still want to play character parts. Um, yeah, you'll uh, be all right. You probably won't get another I'm one. I'm not going to get another go at the leading parts. <laughs> no, I, st I still want to play character parts and leading parts. It's just really nice to have a whole sort of range of parts opened up to me. But yeah, it's a thrill. And we did the premiere last night. And How was that? Yeah, it was a laugh. It was nice. Dan made a show of himself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was to be Got expected. touchy, didn't I? Got very yeah. touchy. Yeah. Did get very touchy. Yeah. Very handsy. Yeah, yeah. Very <laughs> handsy. <laughs> and then, it, well, I mean, where did you start with the cast? Because it's, it, it feels like there was a, an element of, of spontaneity there in terms of, you know, scenes that, that were ad-libbed and, and that kind of thing. Having the framework that the actors been allowed to, mm. to bring to it and stuff. And it's so, chemistry is so important when it comes to that. And, and, and understanding each other's timings and things as well. So, mm. yeah. I mean, the yeah, brilliant was, thing was, was uh, sorry, you go. No, 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 that's right. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I mean, the brilliant thing was that, you know, so there are, Sorry, this is going to get bad. Isn't it? it's gonna no, be you, you, you do the light side, I'll do the dark side. <laughs> um, you'll be my Darth. Um, uh, so uh, so yeah, when I was casting this, I, you know, I, I sort of didn't really get many people to read. Uh, it was more about meeting them and just getting a sense of what they were like and who they were and whether they had a sense of humour. And my most important thing was that, that everybody in the cast was kind of funny and witty and intelligent and that I knew that they could elevate what was on the page, you know, because what I wanted to do was basically take credit for their brilliance and say that it was mine. So, um, you know, uh, with Rafe and Simon and, and, and everyone, you know, we sat down for a long time and we chatted and then I just thought, yeah, the, you know, they will inhabit these parts and they'll make them their own and, you know, and there'll be a good backwards and forwards in, in making it feel very sort of naturalistic and real. Simon, I, I, I heard you say that when you, you got the script and read it for the first time, it was, you kind of knew instantly this was going to be funny and you wanted to be part of it. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to say this in front of Dan, but it was the funniest, <laughs> one of the funniest scripts I'd read. Oh. And you I went from the funniest to one of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably the yeah. 17th funniest <laughs> out of probably 500 <laughs> romantic comedies that I read. Just, just outside of 15. Uh, outside of my top 15, but I didn't get those parts. Uh, and um, when I met with Dan, he, uh, you, you know, I... I talk to him about it. I said mate there's probably I don't think you'll be able to get all these jokes in the movie because it's going to be about five hours long and um, he didn't <laughs> you're yeah. right no he didn't. he didn't I mean I didn't. he's probably got enough footage left over to make like the alternate version I give it another year yeah <laughs> I give it the other year two years yeah yeah um, uh, but, but with, with as far as that goes you know I'm Australian obviously um, really, really? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, we've got some stuff to talk about. Um, I, I, so I grew up with, a, I grew up with English humour. 
mm. you know, uh, we, we watched, we, we had a lot of English stuff in Australia and, and, and I identify more with English humour than I do with American humour. So uh, we chatted a bit about, you know, m playing the, the American character. And what I really drew me to it originally was all of the cliches that you've seen in romantic comedies that it's sort of, a, it's a pretty well-worn path, the romantic comedy as a genre, were all of those boxes were ticked, but they were all flipped on their ear in this film. It was all, it was, it's the sort of the anti-romantic comedy version of a romantic comedy, but it's still romantic. Um, and the American character, which is always generally the, the you know, the obnoxious, uh, out loud, uh, crass, unsophisticated character, happens to be sort of the more sophisticated character in the piece, mm. Rafe. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to a degree, we all have a little journey. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Exactly. And then That's you have true. Stephen Merchant just saying what everybody else is thinking and yeah. scared to say. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Holy yeah. crap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he's, yeah. he's yeah. fantastic. Um, we've got a clip here um, of um, uh, Rafe yourself and Arna Faris um, in, a, in, a, in an interesting scenario. We'll talk about it after we've seen the clip. This is uh, Christmas shopping. Yeah, basically, I'm looking for something for my wife. Uh, you know, a pair of pants and a red brassiere, perhaps. Something that's long-lasting and practical. Goodness, is that, is that man-made fibre? Or is it um, natural? Or is it a mixture of the two? Because that's often the way these days helps with um, durability and stuff. I mean, that's a lovely bit of kit. Look at that, look at that. That's a formidable gusset. You could not break that. Were well, you looking for a panty? Christ, am I... A panty. Yeah, trouble with the word panty, I think. No, I don't panty. I'm looking for a panty, mon chéri. A, a portion of your finest panties, my lord. Right. Um, perhaps I should just ask you, after all, you are standing right here. Eh, eh. Oh. <laughs> oh, God, no, no, no. I'm, I'm not his wife. No I'm way. I'm just helping out, making sure he doesn't buy his actual wife vouchers. Well, you can't actually go wrong with vouchers. Christ, is that really the price? Mm. I could buy a half an 18-litre dehumidifier for that. Sir. Yes. We like to celebrate the erotic here. Celebrate one nil. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's got to go. You don't need to be ashamed. I'm not ashamed of anything. Embrace it. I'll embrace you. I didn't mean that. I'm really sorry. It's all right. Uh, just why don't you tell me yeah. what turns you on? Uh, what turns me on? I don't... What, really? I, uh, I like it. I like it when she, like, dresses up like a... Policewoman or estate agent, and we haven't met, and she forces me to do things to her that I would never normally do. Right. Yeah. I was thinking more along the lines of lace. Were you? Were you? Satin. Satin. Oh. Fishnet. Fishnets, the fish of the sea. Fish of the sea. A trawlerman. I once saw a. It's 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 that's what's brilliant about it is that it's it's situations that you can see real people in, mm. but but just slight slightly exaggerated, and yeah. it's just that's why it's funny because it feels so real. Then. I think yeah, I think with all everything comic with, with with potentially sort of broad situations, have always got to be rooted in a truth, no matter how broad they are. They've got to be rooted in some sort of logic, so you can go. I could imagine doing that, but I had a. I bought my wife a few years ago. I went to go and buy my wife some 
um, underwear from... See the word. <laughs> some... Um, <laughs> from Agent Provocateur, which I thought was rather brave of me. And you are, as a man, you, are, you either go one of two ways. You do that, or you do what I did, which was become really confident. <laughs> Like purely from a place of nerves. Yeah. It was like Yeah, crotchless. I get, yeah, crotchless, yeah. I get this thing where I when I get nervous, I become like really relaxed, right? But like not not on the inside, I'm dying, but on the outside. So she like she, this lovely lady sat me down on a sofa and was like, Tell me what you'd like and I was like this. Uh I don't know. Like something sexy or um ridiculous. I'm so embarrassed. Yeah. I mean, um, I'd, I'd prefer to go and fight tigers than buy <laughs> my wife underwear in an underwear shop. It's just mortifying to me in every yeah. sense. You know, oh, whatever you like, I'll take whatever you like. It's fine. I'm not really yeah. like, You don't know. Just put anything in the bag. I'll, just, I'll buy it. It'll be fine. It's just yeah. awful. You know, I feel guilty yeah, when I have up, to when I have to even walk through Marks and Spencer's <laughs> underwear section. I kind of like scurry yeah, through yeah, you, just you in get case. A bit yeah, I get a bit sleepy. Yeah. Hot sweats. Yeah. yeah, exactly. People feel yeah. like I'm sort of perving away in the underwear yeah. in the underwear section. Let's see if we tackle that. For example, that scene though, how, how much of that was scripted and how much was... 100% improvised. Obviously the bulk of it, most of it scripted, but little bits are improvised. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, there's a fair share of improvisation in that. Put yourself on the back, Ray. Go on, yeah. I mean, the big laughs. Ultimately, the big laughs. Really no, it's a mixture because it's, a, it's not just pure improvisation because Dan will pitch lines on the day um, and, he'll, and you'll kind of do it together, don't you? Yes. I improvising. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he'll come and suggest something that I will make, then you, you sort of riff around or, you know, and then you sort of cultivate the improvisation by going, that bit's not working, but keep that a bit and throwing that bit in there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's certain times in the film where Dan would just stand the other side of the camera and just shout things at me to say, uh, which is great. It's a real thrill to be able to do that. Actually. And also, again, that comes back to what I was saying initially about casting people who are funny and who can handle that. You know, Rafe is... It's brilliant, you know, and, and genuinely lots of those lines in there are his lines, you know, out of his head and they're the, you know, and they're the biggest laughs and that's just like, a, you know, a pleasure to me because yeah. at the end it says written by Dan Mason, it doesn't say written by Because <laughs> 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 you've got, you've, what's great is you've got these, these, these relationships that kind of flip around. So, you know, whether it's, it's um, you know, you and Anna or you and Anna or, you know, Rose, it's mm -hmm. The flip of those mm -hmm. those twosomes kind of flipping around and stuff is is fascinating as well. We got another clip as well, which involves doves, which we'll talk <laughs> about in a second. Oh, this is nice. They also have a wonderful restaurant. I wouldn't think of staying anywhere else when I'm in London. So, what is our strategy when it comes to uh, online awareness? So the idea is to drive the consumer to the site through a uh, you know. Oysters. Oysters. Seriously, Guy. Must have run out of Highland shortbread. To drive consumers to the site through a unified multi-platform... A unified multi-platform approach accessible with... Yes, yes, go on. Platforms, so it's good. Well... Traditional media should not be ignored either. Doves. Really. I think you're amazing, Nat. I know it's unprofessional and 
cliche, but... I'm married. What? I'm married. I have a husband. How can you? Why didn't you say something? If for all this time, you, 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 didn't, you didn't think to tell me? I didn't say anything because I, I thought we'd get the account. If, if I flirted with you and then I liked flirting with you too much for any of this to stop. Well, this, this wouldn't be happening if you were happy with your husband. What am I supposed to say? I can't leave him, he'd be destroyed. Look, I'm really sorry, but that dove's getting awfully close to the ceiling fan. Who is this guy? I mean, do you have children? I, I, how long have you been married? Look, that's irrelevant. Oh. He's, he's dependable and... Yeah! And he's kind and safe. And I can't, I can't throw that all away for you. I mean, you're charming and twinty. Look, you're a Ferrari and he's a Volvo. And right now... I just need to be behind the wheel of a Volvo. I need... I need reliability to be able to get from A to B safe and unhurt. Oh, God! Duck down, duck down! Oh, it's okay. I think it's just a stunt. Can you join to stop me? Yes. Listen, Nat, I'm not giving up. From the minute I met you, I thought of nothing else. Do you think I care if our logo has a drop shadow or is italicized? No, I'm looking for excuses to see you. And I'm not twinkly. I don't twinkle with anyone else. You make me twinkly. Oh, God! That's supposed to be lucky. <laughs> Look, as might be evident, I've never done this kind of thing before, but I would regret it forever if I didn't try everything I could. Married or not, I need to be with you, Ned. My, my dad, sorry. I'm sorry. I can't do this. I'm sorry. Sorry. Perhaps in hindsight, you shouldn't have gone with the doves. Thanks. <laughs> um, am I right in thinking you did a Hitchcock on Rose, though? And the fact that she yeah, did was properly Hitchcock. terrified oh, of the birds. But the amazing thing about <laughs> it was, you know, I sent her the script. She'd read the script. Uh, there wasn't any surprise. It says, uh, Nat is surrounded by doves. Doves fly around her face. And at no point did she think to tell us, I'm absolutely no. petrified of birds. And it didn't get better. About it, yeah. oh, really? so we shot that for, how, was it a whole day or two, two days? days? Two days. Two days. It didn't get yeah. better. Yeah. I mean, On the first the take to the last take, it was, w like, worse. Yeah. It got worse. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, it was to the point where everyone, the whole crew was so used to doves and dove shit everywhere. <laughs> yeah, but Rose was still action. <laughs> <laughs> Starting to cry in oh, takes yeah, yeah. almost. Tears, like, that's your tears. Uh, I look over to Dan at the monitors and he'd just be like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go again. Yeah. And, so, and you're amazing, okay? Because it's a really, you know, from your point of view, it's a really emotional scene. I don't like scene. birds either. They're kind no. of disgusting. Yeah. They're like flying rats, but, yeah. <laughs> but, but you know. And also, birds indoors, it's, it is sort of distressing and annoying, yeah. but, you know. Yeah, it's always on. a bit weird when a bird goes inside. Yeah. You know, when you're in your house and, and a bird comes out. It's weird. It's exactly. like, yeah, it's a, a bit weird. Yeah. Yeah. And they keep on going against the window like that. It's horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. The addition of a roof fan. Well done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brilliant. The cocktail was all there. <laughs> but you know, I mean, but Simon was amazing. He kept incredible focus throughout. Yeah, uh, Rose said uh, of... we, that, you, that at one point two doves landed on your head at the 
same yeah, time. I had two days on. on. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a, it's a little bit like flying with someone that hates flying. Yeah. <laughs> if you sort of hit turbulence and go like that, it yeah, sends yeah. them completely. So I didn't really like the doves either, to <laughs> yeah. be honest. But if I showed any sort of weariness or <laughs> fear at all, then she would have left. Yeah. I mean, she was, she was yeah, that true. on the edge right, the whole yeah. time. And we'd pay for the doves. You know what I mean? Can't get that and money the dove back. Wranglers. Yeah, exactly. I dove suppose wranglers. you thought they, they would have trained them up or something. How do you train to well, do, do what? remember when we had that scene? There's a scene where there's a cat, right? And all this cat's got to do is sit there for a three-second shot. Yeah. The whole thing about it is it's supposed to be a cat doing nothing. So this cat wrangler turned up. <laughs> it cat was whisperer. the worst cat. It wouldn't sit still for one second. Yeah. It was literally, I could have gone and got a cat off the street. It would have done better. It's true. <laughs> And she was like a bit chippy about it, wasn't yeah. she? She wasn't apologetic. No. It's like the most, ba- like cats, that's what they do. They just sit there. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's train it yeah. not to sit. Like, yeah, it's the most exactly. basic thing you could train a cat to do is just yeah. sit down. And Next. if you make a profession out of being a cat wrangler, <laughs> wrangling, <laughs> exactly. Next time you, need a, one point, you need a dove whisperer next time. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> the doves were actually pretty well behaved. Oh, amazing, yeah. Better than <laughs> just the rose. rose. Yeah. yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to see the outtakes on that one then. Yeah. Oh, the that's very good. Yeah, no, it's funny. It's going to be fun. Yes. Right, questions. Who has got questions in this lovely audience tonight? Um, Simon, hello. Yeah. Hi. Um, I know that you like to to direct mm-hmm. has it one did you enjoy filming in London yes <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's like a little sidestep there yeah, right? it's, it's yeah, a lead sent me that way yeah. like, no it was good it was a good time to be here uh, it was all leading up to the jubilee and the Olympics and everyone was Jubal all Olympics. festive and all that <laughs> it was no, it was fun yeah. and did it wet your appetite? Because I'm quite. I'm Did he wet my appetite? Yeah, you saw. You saw the master. Have a look at him, eh? Have a look at him. You know, to get behind the camera and do. Um. Yeah, one of those like, oh, if he can do it. Hundred yeah, <laughs> percent. Yeah. Can't be too hard, <laughs> right? You know, Rafe wrote half yeah. his script. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah, I mean, it always does. In fact, that, that's probably uh, my desire to do that is a, is a problem for me as an actor because I'm always thinking like that. But uh, I've worked with uh, probably about eight or nine first-time writer-directors, um, the most relaxed one I've ever worked with. And I'm not, I'm not saying, just saying that. He was. No, you've, you've got no desire to actually He's, be nice to me. No, so, you know. absolutely none. Um, he the most relaxed, which was sort of a little bit like, is everything okay? Because <laughs> this guy's like... Yeah, it's true. You know, amazing, amazing. He's a bit of a lover of the playback. Oh, yeah. He loves Love it. Fancies a bit of playback. Let me look at the playback. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why is that, Dan? Just to check that it's actually all right. <laughs> you know, just, I have no confidence in actually it being committed even to film. I don't really know what's going on. So just let's just check. That, is it on the film? I, you know, did we tape that one? Oh, okay, good. It's actually. Play? Yeah, oh, you I didn't press play. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I didn't say record. At the you're supposed record. to say record. Yeah, what, what's the thing that you're out, supposed record. to say? Like, on the first day, I didn't know whether I was supposed to be the one to say cut or not. I wasn't quite sure who was supposed. You weren't to say really it. fond of saying action either. Oh, too. No, no. Often, yeah, get that. 
first AD to say it. Get him to, exactly, it's good. But no, Simon, uh, to answer your question, Simon definitely should direct. He's got a brilliant eye for it, and he's you know, and he's amazing. And was incredibly helpful to me as a first-time director in just kind of discussing and and talking through scenes. And when I wasn't necessarily sure of things, Simon's got such brilliant experience on set, and that um, that you know, he was he was very good at holding my hand. You were, it's true. Oh, you remember had, that we pool had scene? Chats. Yeah, remember yeah, the yeah. pool scene that you were really good at you know, yeah, helping yeah. out on that. So it, it, he'll be he'll be a brilliant director. And a comedy as a comedy. Well, I mean, look, I, I, I'd not done a full-blown comedy before, and I, you know, and I'm really sort of the straight man in this. So, uh, no, no. you're doing yourself a disservice. <laughs> no. Well, no, I, you know, I mean, listen, there's an art to having to be the straight man. Oh, no, mate, particularly working really with Rafe. You know, Rafe's like, you know, you never know. <laughs> he's improvising all day long. You know <laughs> what he's going to do. Right I mean, yeah, one no, scene, he was kissing me on the mouth. I did. Oh, that's true. You did. Was I that, did. Was I that did. in the script? No. no. <laughs> I was very envious. No, I was no, wiping no. my nose with his tie as he was yeah. doing it. He didn't know. And, and we, we only filmed We cut it all out. But, you know, I mean, it, like I said, I, I, I'm not American. So to try to play that little kind of cultural difference in humor between the two is, is you know, everyone else is having a, a blast and you're the guy that's sort of got to hold steady while all this shenanigans is going on is a little bit of a challenge. And, and it, it's actually not as much fun because you've got to sort of be the stick in the mud <laughs> in, in a lot I'm of ways. Sorry. I'm sorry. That's Dan's fault, yeah. clearly. <laughs> I want him to feel a little more guilty. Next, lady next to you. Yeah, hello, everyone. Um, Rafe, um, recently yeah. saw The Life of Pi, which I very much enjoyed. Oh, good. Um, but I was a bit frustrated by the end. Oh, sorry. Not, um, no, that was my fault. I improvised that. I was just wondering, like you, your, character, your character in the film um, left it open. Obviously, the book is left open as well. Yeah. Um, what do you personally believe is the correct ending to that story? Well, I think that if you look at the book and the film, he, uh, Jan Martel spends 300 pages telling one story and then two telling the other. The film spends two and a half hours telling one and five minutes telling the other. I think the storytellers want us to believe the one that they spend the most time on. Oh, I was hoping for that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You've got a smile on your face I have no clue what any of that is yeah, about. Yeah, you should go and see it. <laughs> I get a feeling you've been asked that question before. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, next question. If you could just pass the mic behind you, actually, there's a lady right there. That'd be great. Thank you. Hi. Um, to each of you, what was kind of your highlight or favourite moment of the filming or production process? This. This here this now. Bit is yeah, the the yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's good. When um, we get to do the trolley dash. That's going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can watch. Um, uh, I think probably like the first <laughs> the first day of filming to me was amazing. Like the fact that they'd actually allowed me to make it was kind of incredible. It's like oh Christ, this is this is actually happening. They've, is they've allowed me to do that. The whole first day of um, filming was subsequently cut from the film. Oh, yes, you're right. Yes, it, it was, was. Yeah, exactly. yeah. It's true. Yeah, I enjoyed it a bit too much. Yeah, um, yeah you're right. Good DVD extras, though. Yeah. Um, uh, Simon, your highlight. I'm keen to know. Uh, the weekend's off. The like, nice trip to the country. I had a good schedule, I've yeah. got to tell you. Mm. Um, I had a very good schedule. I was only in, and I'd have a few days off, and I'd go to the country and come back. Um, that's kind of a... Kind of a downer, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you enjoyed, you enjoyed the holiday right. then. Yeah. <laughs> the holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who, uh, Michael Caine. 
location, you know, it was all about yeah, where's it shoot? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> How many right, days off? Jubilee, you say? I'm a big royalist. As long as I'm, I'm there I'm for there. that, I'm in. Well, yeah. she's your queen too, Simon, of course. Yes, yes. being Australian. Ray, what about you? Um, I, I loved all the group scenes when we were all in them together. And yeah. um, uh, so the dinner party scene, the wedding scenes, the pool scene is one of my favourite when we all play pool together. That was actually, that was a really, that was a fun day. It's a fun day, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and the scene uh, which follows the two scenes that you've just seen when... What happens after that is that we all run into each other yeah, that was on a street too. corner, and that was a that was a fun thing to colder than a week. Oh, that was cold. Oh my yeah, god, was it was cold. freezing. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a real thrill for me. Like I'm from London, this is uh, my city, and so to film in Soho and Central London and Regent Street was a massive thrill because you don't really get that opportunity. Um, because people aren't prepared to pay for it. I don't know why don't people use big. Is it expensive? I think it's expensive. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. actually, no. I, it, you know, also the other big thrill. We there's a big scene at the end of the movie that we shoot on the corner of Berwick and Broadwick Street. And you know, I've walked I've walked that corner you know thousands of times in my life, and will continue to walk that. And the idea that we could go in and shut that down and put in big rain machines. Oh, and make yeah. It our there's own a scene where amazing. I run through the rain, and there's like a yeah. rain machine on on Berwick Street, and running through the street. It was like. It's amazing. Yeah. Practice oh, running. I've actually got a really unfortunate run. <laughs> <laughs> Which you've cut around really it's well. It's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. On top half. Yeah, you yeah. Got <laughs> on top it wasn't too Your legs are like going yeah. three times the speed. <laughs> and they sort of go out like this. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to the race for action movie. I've literally worked, I've worked on it. Have you? Yeah. I've tried to sort it out, but there's nothing, there's nothing you can do. There's yeah. no helping it, mate. There's no, no help. I just go, to go with it. No, no, it's <laughs> embarrassing. Next question. Lady just there. Pass the mic along, thank you. Can I ask two questions? Yeah, of course you can. Okay. Right, first question is to Simon. Mm -hmm. So just following on from the lady in the front row, you, well, I've read that you have bought the rights to Tim Winton Breath. Mm hmm Where is it? Are you still... <laughs> What have you Sorry. done with it? Sorry. Have you got it on you now? I'm actually a question. Where is it right now? <laughs> okay. Well, well, there may uh, be some kind of. Uh, where is it? Something wrong it's, with it's, the it's, 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 it's at. Uh, it's in an early draft phase. All right. Uh, we have a director attached, um, an Australian director called Glendon Ivan, um, and we're still in the process of developing it. I'm going to do a polish yeah, if, yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, if we want to look over it, I'm going to give it a polish. He's, we'll he's going to do a polish, and then he'll play a 16-year-old boy coming of age. Add a few laughs. In 1972. <laughs> Funny it up. Yeah. Right, well, it's, it's a great book, so yeah. I really look forward to that. Uh, and to Rafe, your dad yeah. um, is one of my comedy heroes. Ah, good. Me too. So, obviously, I know he's one of your role models. Yeah. Um. What what kind of a role model is he? What does he push you to? Does he inspire you to do comedy or? Well, know? my dad's one of the funniest people I've ever met. Yeah. Um, uh, on telly, you know, he's been entertaining yeah. the country for years, but I had him in my front room, um, and I remember um, I didn't go to drama school, so my education in acting was my dad shouting at the TV, telling me what was good and what was bad. But I remember I used to have a thing when I was really when I was like pre twelve that if I laughed really hard, a little bit of we would come out. <laughs> and, and I remember, <laughs> I remember, I remember, si man. I remember sitting on a, there I am, leading man, working tight on a man in company. Tom Cruise on Tom Cruise. I used to sit, I remember watching the, I remember watching the um, Eurovision Song Contest <laughs> with my dad one year. He sat on a cushion and I really, I really, I wet, I wet that cushion. <laughs> 
I've never told anyone that before. Yeah. This would seem like the ideal environment. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. in- intimate. Yeah, yeah intimate. Exactly. I don't do that anymore, though. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I got like special pants, haven't you? I've got special so pants. Okay. I've got special <laughs> pants. That scene was cut, obviously, from the film there. Tenor lady. No, he's amazing, and he, he is my role model, and he's my hero, you know? And aside from, from being a amazing... Um, Actor and a, and, a, and a national treasure. He was just a great dad. And can you do a Barry impersonation? Yeah, but I'm definitely not going to now. <laughs> My mum's from the Midlands, so you know she's got a Midlands accent. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, My pleasure. More questions? Right next to you. There you go. Don't feel obliged. Me um, again. Um, just a quick question. Do you guys have any advice for sort of somebody who might want to get into the industry? Um, as a filmmaker or in production? I mean, it's incredibly difficult, um, is the first thing, but that shouldn't put you off. I would say just sort of go out there. And what's, what's brilliant nowadays, I think, is that, um, you know, and here we are in the Apple store, bizarrely, it's, you know, it's much more democratic than it ever was. So I think if you want to get a camera, you, know, you can use your phone. The iPhone 5 has a wonderful <laughs> memory. Um, you, can, you, know, you can go out and you can film things. And you can put it online, hosted by You can Apple cut it Mac. on your iPod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just use a rune of entry uh, editing program, <laughs> iMovie. Um, and, Final no, Cut Pro yeah. eventually. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and literally, you can make something and put it online, and people can see it, and careers have been launched that way. You know, if you, honestly, people have launched in, in, entire lives in film through through a brilliant five-minute short that they've shot with their friends or whatever and stuck online and people have really loved. So I think I, you know, that would be my advice in terms of... Yeah, I don't think this generation understands how easy they have it <laughs> with that stuff. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. I don't think you do. <laughs> I don't think you do. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you, we used mm-hmm. to make little movies on video cameras this size... Yeah. And and record from VHS to v- with pause and record <laughs> like to do cuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. Literally, uh, you know, with a lag of frames, like yeah. it was just crap. That's true. I mean, yeah. So anyone can pick up stuff now and do it. Yeah, I agree. I think um, uh, for acting, or I, I can speak from an, uh, an actor's point of view. I think um, uh, you, it's not something you choose to be an actor. You'd be mad. It chooses you. Uh, and it's something you have to do, you know, it's a sort of, and if you have to do it, there's nothing you can do, really. So if you've got enough passion for it, then you might get lucky, but it is very difficult, but just as long as you stay determined, you know, and believe in yourself. But also I have, I, this is the other thing that, you know, because sometimes I give talks to writers and, and whatever, and people ask me, um, you know, about a career in film. Also, I think the truth is that not everybody can do it. And some people are rubbish. And it's about acknowledging, <laughs> you know, quite early on that it might not be your... Well, most, your most. Yeah, and no, it's true. Most people are a bit rubbish. I'm not saying you, I'm sure you're brilliant, but... Um, I've got a feeling about you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to take you under my wing, <laughs> young lady. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, and I think it's acknowledging that you may or may not have a, a talent for that, because, you know, of course, lots of people want to do it, but not everybody can. So, um, you know, I would love to be a professional footballer, but I'm a bit rubbish. I'm, I'm a lot rubbish in terms of like, you know, <laughs> professional football. But, and so it's about acknowledging that as well, I think. And you know, if you have talent, persevere with it. And if you don't, sort of knock it on the head. Um, we've wanted to ask you just about you know, being the leading man in this film. Did it feel differently going into it? Does, does it feel like a different responsibility or? 
Absolutely, I mean, yeah. You, you do feel... Um, it's a... Uh, I was nervous, you know. I was nervous to, 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 to do it. And it's uh, a responsibility, um, absolutely. And uh, it's a very particular balance to strike, this sort of thing, the romantic comedy lead part, because you have to keep an element of lightness and a lightness of touch and bring whatever might make you interesting and in any way appealing in real life and translate that to the screen. And that's what my heroes have done before me. You know, my, my, my favorite actors, my heroes are people like Jimmy Stewart um, uh, and Tom Hanks and uh, Hugh Grant there, I say, I think he's a master at doing that. And it's such a difficult thing to do. So I thought a lot about that um, because you've got a, you're telling, when you've got jokes to deliver that he's so brilliantly written, you've got to hit them on the head because you've got to serve the joke, but you've also got to sit back on it to not look like you're telling a joke. Mm. So it's like patting your head and rubbing your stomach at the same time. You're sort of doing two things. So it's quite, and, and, and you've just got to, you know, you, you, you can't do too much because your face is all the way through it. And so it, you can tie yourself in knots <laughs> thinking about it. And there's a lot to think about. You've got to do a lot of work to make it look like you're not doing any, mm. you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, Dan, congratulations on, on, on this yeah. film. And it must kind of, you know, the next thing must already be in your head in terms of directing. Yeah, I want to do that book that he's got. <laughs> 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 um, uh, yeah, I'm sort. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sort of waiting to see how this does, and you know, if people let me direct again, that would be great. And you know, I'd like to do things in a similar vein. I just basically want to make movies that are funny because there aren't that many films that are funny, and I think hopefully this one is. And I like making people laugh, so I'm not really sure how or what genre it will be, but I just want to make funny films really. And I think that's the thing that I'm really confident in saying that separates this film and um, marks it aside from others is that it, it is a fresh look at the genre. It is a different take on the romantic comedy um, conceit, but it is funny. It's straight up funny. And um, uh, you can't always say that about comedy films. You know, there's, there's proper Potato laughs in this film. Good, though, Potato <laughs> Men was good. Yeah. They were unfair on you with that. Right. They were unfair on you. <laughs> But we'll finish by telling everyone it's in cinemas from February the February 8th. 8th. Okay, brilliant. Go and see it. It's it will make you laugh a lot, um, and not just Rafe's private parts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> People have been laughing at that for years. <laughs> um, thank you so much for your time tonight. Thank you very thank much. You so much. Thank, thank you for your thank questions. You. Thank, thank you. Thanks to Rafe, Dan, and Simon. Yeah. Cheers. Thank you. <laughs>